Friends Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us again. Yeah. If you showed up last week when we posted our very first podcast and you came back for a second one, thank you so much. Yes. We just wanted to start off by saying it was so fun to honestly, first of all, it was nerve wracking to Mm -hmm. post it a little bit. Not super nerve wracking, but there were some nerves. Yeah. And we had a little bit of doubt. Of course, like we kind of talked about in our first episode, but overall the like overwhelming feeling is that this is so much fun and the welcome that you guys have given us and the like support has been amazing. Yeah. Everybody's been so kind. Everybody who sent texts and or messages on Instagram or whatever. We just really appreciated that because like Sierra said, it is nerve wracking, even though we talked about how to kind of overcome that. Um, yeah, it still feels crazy. So thank you for taking the time to do that if you did. And even if you just listened, thank you so much. Yes. If you're joining us for the first time, yeah, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the Old Friends Podcast. We're really happy to have you. I'm Ashton. And I am Sierra. And we're just excited to jump in today. Yeah. I think we wanted to make sure that we said thank you. And the first thing that we want to do is jump into some life updates, yeah. highlights from the week. It went by, I will say, it went by super fast. It did, yeah. Life I can't has believe. been really busy lately, as I'm sure it is with most of you guys. I was wondering, Ashton, should we tell them the topic? Like, should we talk about oh. the topic first? Or not talk about it, but introduce it? Sure. Or should we not even talk about it until after? Yeah, I like it. Let's introduce um, it. Let's introduce it. Okay, so this week, and you're going to see it in the title, obviously, of course, Mm -hmm. too, but this week we are going to be talking about what makes a good friend. Um, Ashton and I both have a couple of notes, and we're just going to kind of go back and forth and bounce some ideas off of each other. We feel like that's obviously a very on-brand topic for this podcast, and um, since Ashton and I have been friends for so long, I think we've learned a lot from each other and obviously our other friends too, and our other relationships, of course. And we want to share some of our just top things that we feel like make a great friend. Yeah, definitely. And I, as I was thinking about this and writing down some notes, I was just laughing because nothing that we're going to say today is revolutionary, nor yeah. do we think that the things that we're going to share are things that you've never heard before. Right. Um, just reminders of things that you can be looking for in a good friend and, and things that you can do to check in with yourself about whether or not you're being a good friend, too. I feel yeah. like it's always good to check in with yourself on these things. and Definitely. Um, yeah, so nothing super new. We're just going to share some things that we've learned over time. Yeah. And yeah, that's our plan. So I guess we'll go back up. Sierra, do you want to start us off with some of your life updates from the week? Yeah, I'll start us off. So this week, I, so I realized on the episode one that I didn't even mention anything about girls walk club. And girls walk club is something that I started two, three months ago Mm -hmm. now. And it's something that is um, local to Newburgh, but it also has branches actually now all across America at this point because we are... So it's mostly on the West Coast. But anyway, Girls Walk Club is a um, social and walking club, basically, where girls 20 years and up come together. And it's really just meant to create community and create a space for 
relationships to grow and for girls to find new friends. And um, so the whole gist of it is that we go on walks and I try to find new walking routes as much as possible. And we just explore our little town and we have, it's been so sweet to make the relationships that we have even just so far starting Mm -hmm. out. There have been so many girls that have come out that I just can't even believe they live here in this little town that we're in. And we would have never known about them if it wasn't for this club. And the friendships that we're making are just so sweet. So anyway, my life update is that we had another one of our walks this weekend and it was, it went great, just like all of them. I don't think there's been a single one that hasn't gone great yet. No. And that was really fun. So that was on Sunday. And it's always fun because I'm pretty sure every single walk so far, we've had someone new, at mm-hmm. least one new person. Mm-hmm. And this week, we had one new gal, and she was a teacher. So it was fun for Ashton and her to connect. Yeah. And yeah. It was a great walk. It's in my highlights, too. I'll just say that now, but it, Girls Walk Club has been so, so fun, and like Sierra said, just meeting other girls who are in our town who, um, just have such similar personalities, and, um, just, yeah, yeah, so sweet that we would never have met if it weren't for this. It's just been really, really cool. Yeah. I think because Ashton and I, and also we have other friends that are just really old friends. Mm-hmm. And so it's been really nice to meet new friends mm-hmm. because there, I mean, there isn't a lot of opportunity to like meet new friends. And that's kind of the whole point of starting the club was to create a space to meet new friends. Like I said, it's just been really rewarding and really sweet yeah, to meet, to meet those girls. So for sure that was fun this weekend. My next life update is kind of a funny story. <laughs> and I realized that I should probably make this just a little segment and I might not have one every week. Yeah. But I think this you guys will get a laugh out of this. So, like I said last week, I'm a barista at a tiny little coffee shop in my town and this last week I had a funny encounter mm-hmm. and I thought this would make for a funny story on the podcast. So I think like if you've been a barista before and even if you haven't, you could probably guess that sometimes just like creepy or awkward experiences happen or encounters. Mm-hmm. They just happen. Right. And I think the general consensus is that they happen <laughs> typically with creepy old men. Let's just let's just yeah. say it like it is. And so Um, I am someone who I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I have had just in my short time of being barista, I've had a couple of experiences where older men have like said something sweet to me or nice to me, I Mm -hmm. should say, have said something nice to me. And I didn't think of it in any kind of way because of, because I could just read the room essentially. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I felt like I could get what they were that they were just trying to be nice and there was nothing more to it just Mm -hmm. from like being able to look at them and read their demeanor and everything yeah well this encounter this last week was a little bit different okay okay so this man came in he's in there with his wife by the way which does that make it better or does that make that worse i don't know right I'm feeling like it makes it worse, but let's continue. This is, um, 
an older gentleman. Okay. <laughs> and I don't want to call him creepy, but he just doesn't have the best vibes. Okay. We, we need to have a description of what this yeah. man looks like. He's, <sighs> he ain't listening. Give us the right. description. He's not listening. You're right. So, I mean, scruffly old man, which there's nothing wrong with scruffly, but there's a certain type of scruffly, okay. I feel like. And he was that certain type that is maybe not as friendly like mm. you just don't get great vibes from kind of harley davidson okay bike rider-esque oh which, not giving sweet old man no which i don't want to create like stereotypes and say just because you ride harley davidson bikes you're not a sweet old man i'm just saying that is what he looked like that's and okay. then he yeah. ended up being creepy okay so that's just how it went i get yeah so anyway this guy comes in he orders his drink. I say, what can I get for you today? He says, I'll take a drip coffee with some Irish cream. Make it a little on the sweet side, just like you. <laughs> no. And then he and he kept talking and he tried to, it was very clear he tried to just sneak it in there. Oh, he was trying to be a sly guy. He was trying to be a sly guy with his wife standing right next to him. Oh. And I was taken a little aback. Obviously, that's such a small comment, but... I was just like, did I hear that right? Yeah. Like, I didn't know if I heard that right. So was there more? And so, yeah. And then that's the other part of it is, like, it wasn't just that comment. It was throughout his entire ordering experience, he, like, made comments that were just like, really? Do mm. we really need to be doing this? Mm -hmm. I said, what's a good name for the order? He says, well, what's a good name or what's my name? And I'm like, come on, oh. come on, brother. Just give me your name. He's got jokes. Our, yeah, our he's like trying jokes. to have jokes. And again, like there's a, there's a certain type of person who That's does fine. that and it's fine mm -hmm. because I can tell there's no ill intent. But right. I just felt like it was a little creepy. So that is my creepy old man story i feel like it's all about day. delivery because i it agree it is all about delivery i yeah. agree with what you were saying i feel like we need to have justice yes. for the the true sweet old men who are just trying to be kind right and, and we'll crack a little joke in there yeah that I, i'm not trying to over you know i i don't like when that happens right. when girls just like over dramatize things and yeah. make like any story about an old man it has to be creepy. Right, exactly. But also, there are some really creepy old men. Yeah. For sure. I'm not denying that. I yeah. think there are. And it's about delivery, vibes. If you just keep it going right. instead of just, like, having it one time. Yeah. You know, one comment or whatever. Yeah. So, this definitely seems like it was giving creepy it vibes. was. It was. So anyway, that is my story for the week. I will share any more that come up as mm -hmm. the weeks go on. Um, honestly, that's my first kind of negative encounter that I've had, okay. to be honest. So I'm not anticipating having a creepy story every week, but that's the one for this week. I love it. Um, okay. Next life update. I got a mani-pedi. I don't always get my nails done, but this week I did. And I just have to say, I've never gotten more compliments on a nail color in my life. Mm, it I is have, really cute. I have had, and it's, so just for reference for listeners, it's just a pink. It is just a pink nail color. But maybe it's the fact that I'm a barista now. People look mm -hmm, at my nails. Mm -hmm. That might be it. But I, when I'm working at the coffee shop, I've every day just had so many people, including one man. Okay. Was he creepy? One man, he wasn't creepy. Okay. I could tell he was a nice old man and he just noticed them and he just said, I like your nail color. 
And I said, thanks. Wow. And it was just a nice comment. Okay. Um, but I've had several girls stop me and say, your nails are so cute. One girl, in fact, even said, what is that color? Oh, she needed it. She needed the color name. And you know what's so funny is I never even pay attention to the colors. Mm-hmm. Do you? Rarely. Yeah. Rarely. Like, I don't pick yeah. them no. with the name of the color in mind. Right. This week, I literally chose the color because of the name. Because no. I liked it. So you knew it So I her. knew it. And I was able to give it to her. The name is Italian Pink, by the way. Oh. And she literally whipped out her phone and wrote it in her notes. I feel like that is girlhood. That is girlhood. Like, that was a true girly encounter that Absolutely. you guys exchanged. It really was. Yeah. I so love that. that's just boosted my confidence just a little bit this I week. feel like what you... I think that you're right about, like, when you are ordering coffee somewhere or something, like, I specifically am thinking about Dutch or wherever. Yeah. You... Not that you don't have anything to talk about with that person, but, like, right. that is kind of what you're looking at and you're not going to ask them random questions. So I feel like you do comment on what you see, like their outfit or their nails. So that totally makes sense. And I love that you've been getting the compliments because that is a really cute color and you're rocking your natural nails. You did not get acrylics. You're correct. And that's simply a money saving move right there. I like it. I like it. Simply a money saving move. Yeah. I, I normally get acrylics when I get my nails done. It's, I'm just trying to save a little bit of money. It's expensive. It is. It's definitely some upkeep, so. It is, yeah. I think they are very cute. I feel like the natural nails are in. They are, I think. That's a thing, yeah, right? I think they are in, yeah. And I feel like it's just a very springy color that you have right now, It too. is. So. It's giving the spring vibes, even though mm-hmm. the weather isn't cooperating. Yeah. We had, like, two days of sun this week, and then it's going back to rain for the rest of the week. Yeah, it was sad today. So, yeah, that was tough. Okay, I'm rolling through these. I only have one or two more. I've started to go to early morning cycle classes. Mm. And by early morning, I mean 5.30 a.m. To Mm -hmm. some, that's like not early. To some, that's extremely early. Yeah. To me, that's extremely early. And I, my goal is to be going to like twice a week. And I'm really loving it. It really helps me to get up in the morning and to get going. I'm someone who works from home, like you guys know, when I'm not bracing. So it's really helpful to be done with my workout at 6.15 a.m. Yeah. And then I'm up and I can start work. at. I can read my Bible for yeah. a solid hour. And then I can start work at 7.15. That is like game changing. And I yeah. just get ahead of the game. And it's so nice. It's really difficult to get myself up out of bed, mm-hmm. and I do end up being tired later. Yeah. I don't know if that happens for you. Yeah, you for sure. I mean, I've been doing that 5.30 class on Fridays every right. week, and um, I think it was last week and the week before that, I also did Tuesday. So I've been doing Tuesday, right. Friday yeah. of this 5.30 class. The thing is, it is great, and I agree with you. You get your workout out of the way after work. You're not thinking about, oh, I still got to go do this. Right. You know that you already have it done. It's so nice. But then, like you said, you are tired, and you have to – if you're going to do it every single day, you have to make up for it on the time that you go to bed. If you're going right. to – 
and if, if you're going to commit to it, you have to make a change. If you're making a change to get up earlier, you have to make that change to go to bed earlier. Right. And I feel like that's the really hard part for me is I, I've been doing better about it this year yeah, about you've going been to doing bed. Amazing. I know we're recording this podcast a little late. <laughs> no, we I'm are. Just it's just currently eight thirty at night, and Ashton's eyeing the clock like, when are we <laughs> no. gonna be done? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, totally. Um, but I feel like if you're gonna do that, then that's the change that you have to make in order right. for it to work out. But I love that. I do. I I have been considering because you know this is kind of going into my updates I'm not going to probably talk a ton about this but I'm considering taking on some more stuff to yes. do after work yeah. um some a different role so yeah um I was thinking about that yesterday like I'm gonna start having to work out in the mornings because I don't think I'm gonna have any time well we can do it together yeah I think that's gonna be an adventure we're yeah. we're taking on together and and Fia I know you're listening so yep Maybe her too. We'll get her back in her morning grind. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's hard though. It's really close to the time that we have to leave for work. Right. So we start work at seven fifteen, and yeah. so to get home and shower and get ready out the door to yeah. work, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So that is my early morning grind. Mm-hmm. Last thing is that we forgot to mention last week. I think, I don't think we mentioned it one time is that Max, my husband is our producer. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure as the episodes go on, we're going to be referring to our producer. (laughs) And that is in fact, Max, my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, He's killing it. He is. He's, he grinds for us. He's so sweet. Max actually previously had a podcast of his own. And so he had all the equipment, he has all the knowledge and he does all the work for us. Yeah. We just have to sit down and talk. And then we hit record, we hit stop. He takes it from there. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you, babe. And Tyler is there for moral support for sure. He's very encouraging. Yeah. Extremely. Like number one supporter. Mm Mm-hmm. Last thing that I guess I should mention is that, um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I love running and I am on a pause on running right now because my IT band has been giving me trouble and I'm nervous because I'm going to start training for a marathon here soon. And so I think I'm just resting it extra Mm -hmm. so that it can be really ready when marathon training really starts. Yeah, I'm excited for you to be getting into your yoga era and share with us oh. how flexible you're getting. Oh man, your Diane, progress. If you're listening to this, which I don't think you are, but Diane, <laughs> if you are, Diane is the yoga instructor that mm-hmm. I will be going to. She's incredible. I am going to start going to yoga once a week and I am mm-hmm. very nervous. I guess that is a life update. I'm very nervous. I haven't gone yet. I mm-hmm. have signed up for this week. I'm going to go on Wednesday. So that'll be my first yoga. I'm really nervous because I've never been flexible. I am, I am not flexible. And it's just, for some reason, it gives me anxiety, the thought of being in a yoga class, but I'm just going to tell her that. And I'm just Mm going to say, Diane, go easy on me or just know that I'm anxious to be here, but I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I think she's going to appreciate that. I think you're going to love it. Yeah. I think you're going to be a little yogi next week. Oh. And we're yeah. going to get this update that this is your new favorite thing. <laughs> I'm predicting it. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing. Okay. That's all my life updates. Ashton. Okay. Your turn. Love it. Um, I had a great week. I felt like it went really quick because we had Monday off. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give Carissa 
a shout out. Oh, Carissa is the best. Carissa has been so supportive. Yeah. And she made the funniest graphic. She did. Of um, Old Friends Podcast out of context (laughs) from last week. Picture of LeBron and some peanut butter toast. And that just made my day. I thought that was hilarious. So shout out, Carissa. Thanks for being so supportive. Yeah. Thank you, girl. Um... Our styled shoot on Saturday was one of the highlights of my week. Um, We haven't been doing very many weddings because it's not really wedding season right now. And so um, we've just been able to pour a lot more time into content shoots and connecting with vendors and stuff like that. Yeah. And we had a brand styled shoot just within Have and Hold. We didn't have really outside vendors come in except for Adriana to take pictures Um, and it was so fun. I feel like anytime we do shoots like that, it's just an opportunity for us to get creative and hang out together and without the pressure of it being like a wedding. Right. And it was just so fun. And then walk club on Sunday was a huge highlight for me as well. Yeah. Um, I'm just loving it. I just love meeting new people. I love walking in our little town. We've been here for quite a while now, but it's fun to still be finding new spots. Totally. I know. Same. Um, I wanted to say that Sierra, this is kind of on brand for this pod, this episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Sierra came with me to a youth basketball event <laughs> last week on Friday and was a trooper. She sat with me and watched three hours worth of youth basketball and did not complain one single time. I had fun. Oh, and I think actually. I said it, but like, keep in mind, this was a Friday night. So this is like... A weekend night that we had and she chose to come with me so I wasn't alone and it was very fun um very fun to see the kids and learn more about the program and she just she's a true friend I feel like that is how you know that someone is a true friend so thank you for coming with me to that you're welcome I just have to say really quick like so kids are not my lane like Mm -hmm. kids are not I don't spend every day with kids you clearly and obviously do. And so it's really fun for me to be around you being around kids Mm. because you just are very comfortable in that environment. And not that I'm uncomfortable at all, but I just am not used to seeing a huge group of kids running Mm -hmm. around. And so that's why I had so much fun, I think, because I just, it's, it wasn't something I see every day. And so it was so entertaining to watch all these little how old were they? Like the smaller ones? They were like seven, seven year olds mm. trying to play basketball, but they literally don't even dribble. They just <laughs> run so at cute. the basket. It's so cute to watch. So that was fun. <laughs> I just got to throw in one random fact about Sierra. She specifically did not try and say the age of the kids that we were looking at just now because she (laughs) has no context for ages of kids my point exactly at all kids are not my forte yeah but it's not that you're bad with kids it's just she actually like she can't um look at a kid and tell their approximate age right whereas like i can look at a kid and be like oh that kid's seven or eight Right. right because i'm with i'm around kids all the time i work in a school i see kids of different ages I know that if a kid is in third grade, yeah. they're eight or nine, right? Yeah, like, I don't know that she at doesn't, all. <laughs> she doesn't know that. <laughs> One time, I'll go into a quick, a brief story. We we were um, talking about a wedding. Sierra had attended a 
um, rehearsal dinner or yeah. rehearsal the day before I was assisting her in the wedding on a Saturday. So she went to the rehearsal on a Friday. We were on our way to the wedding on a Saturday. She tells me, Ashen, the, <laughs> the our girls are pretty young and I'm interested <laughs> to see how it goes. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> how young, like how old are they? And she tells me, uh, they are like probably four and five. <laughs> <laughs> she tells me they're probably they're probably four or five and i'm like oh wow okay um yeah they should be okay but we'll see how that goes so we arrive at the venue and i see a couple girls in what lo- look to be flower girl dresses i'm like those can't be the flower girls because those girls are clearly between eight and ten for sure like not even not anywhere close to four or five and so I asked her and she's like, no, those are them. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be asking them how old they are. And so I catch one a, a few minutes later or whatever. And I said, hey, sweetie, um, I was just curious how old you are. And she said, I'm nine. And I said, okay. Um, I, and then I was expecting maybe the, the other one was younger. So I asked her, okay, well, uh, how old is your sister? And she said, we're twins. <laughs> so they were both nine years old. Sierra thought that one of them was at least four, which was crazy. Oh my gosh. So anyway. It's embarrassing. But I'll just own it. Yeah. Whatever. It's okay. Maybe, maybe you'll, you'll get better. Yeah. And I mean, when course, I have kids, I'll figure that. it out. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. So I got sidetracked a little bit there. This is kind of along the school lines. Um, today was our 100th day of school. So I made my students call me Granny Wren all yes. day or G Wren. Their, yeah. their oh, choice. That's so cute. Wait, how many it did G Wren? Um, I would say half. Okay. Yeah. About half really liked G Wren. The other ones were just calling me Granny Wren all day. Oh, and cute. it was very cute. Um, okay, and I feel like we're spending a lot of time on we our... are, but we're telling some fun updates. stories, yeah. I'll say. Fun so stories. I guess So, okay. I have one more short story from last night. Tyler and I go to Fred Meyer. It was a late Fred Meyer run to get some stuff for the school day today. Can I pause you? Yeah. This is the first thing that Ashton, she literally called me to mm-hmm. tell me whatever she's about to say. Mm-hmm. I didn't answer because I was busy. I texted back. I said, call me back if you want. I'm free now. She said... I'll just save it for the podcast. Yeah. And that was the first thing that was saved for mm-hmm. the podcast. It's the first I time just that's have happened. to say. I think that will be happening a lot. Yeah. So go ahead. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, so I'm at Fred Meyer with Tyler. So we are about to check out with our stuff for the school day. And we see one of Tyler's old coworkers okay. from um, his old job. And so I'm like, oh, do you want to go see your friend through the checkout line he's like oh yeah let's do that (laughs) so we we go and there's nobody in line so we set our stuff down she turns and she realizes that it's tyler and she's like tyler and she's so excited she runs around this is like the tyler effect i always say people are just so excited to see him yeah she runs around the little lane or whatever okay she's like tyler i'm so happy to see you and she gives him a hug and then she goes hi and i've let me preface i've never met her oh okay okay so i've never met her before i know i know i know who it is i i've heard about her i know her name yeah everything she gives me a hug and she goes hi hi and then she goes she's looking for my name she can't remember it she goes hi and she just waits for a second for him and she's looking at him to give her a reminder of my name it's not the funniest thing okay he says sierra (gasps) 
kidding. No. And and she's looking at him. Are you serious? I'm, and I'm looking at him. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can't tell what is happening in his head. Like, is he... Is did he, he actually did he mess up? Messing up my. Right. It, I'm, I'm looking at him, giving him these crazy eyes. And I look at her and I go, Ashton. And I point to myself. And she's oh. like, Ashton. She's like, that's who you are. That's your name. She's like, Sierra. And she looks at him and I'm like, Sierra? And I look at him. I and think he wanted you to play along. No, it wasn't that. So oh. you and Max recently went. Yeah. Okay. And saw the same girl. Yes. So I should have maybe started with that. Okay. Yeah. But it kind of took the funny away from it yeah. so sierra and max a couple weeks ago went and saw her and they had said oh we're friends with tyler or whatever yeah. and um so i guess what was happening in tyler's brain was that when she turned and, and was looking at him i and she was like kind of stuttering he thought that she was trying to say that she had seen you guys okay and that he couldn't remember your name <laughs> got it yeah but the way that it all was playing out was yeah. like she was looking for my name and right. he's just going Sierra and I'm just <laughs> at looking at him like oh, what? I so genuinely confused. thought he was just making a joke and he wanted you to play along. But no, that wouldn't make sense. Like why yeah, would he do that? I, I wouldn't really think that was that funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he was trying to refer back to a couple weeks ago when you guys saw them and he, yeah, that he makes thought sense. that she was trying to say I saw your friends okay. type of thing. Yeah. Oh man, but it was awkward. And he, we were walking away, and he's like, "I'm so sorry." And I'm like, "It's okay." It was just very awkward. So that was my funny Fred oh, Meyer that's story. Hilarious. Yeah. Do you think she thought like, like this man has another wife, woman? or <laughs> he's confused? Like, did she, do you feel like she got those vibes? No, she got it. I think she got it. I think he tried to explain himself. It was still awkward, but yeah. It, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I did. I saw Sierra okay. and Max." So she understood what he was referring to, but it was just it was, it was awkward. It was a lot going on. So okay, that's anyway hilarious. That's the funniest story that I saved for the podcast. Wow. Okay. That was a lot of life That's updates. a lot of life updates. We haven't really gotten into the bulk of it yet. Let's jump into the meat of it, shall we? I like it. So as a reminder, um, the question that we were kind of asking ourselves as we've started a podcast called Old Friends Podcast is what really makes a good friend? Um, and just like I said earlier, nothing that we're about to say is new information right. um, or revolutionary. We're just giving reminders of things that... We always look for in friends and that we also try to do ourselves when we're thinking about being a good friend. Right. So I think we'll just kind of go back and forth. And I yeah. I think some of it, there's so much overlap in these ideas. There is. Yeah. Um, but we'll just kind of touch on a few things and work our way through it. Yeah. You want to start? I'll start us off. So my very first thought when I sat down to think of what makes a good friend, the very first thing that came straight to me is to be selfless or to have a sense of selflessness mm. in your friendships and in your relationships. Um, I, so selflessness is something that all throughout my whole kind of adult-ish life, I've thought kind of deeply about and I've just noticed and I've just realized that I and everybody everybody is but mm -hmm. I've noticed in myself how selfish I am mm. just like how selfish I tend to be and I think that's why this came up first because I feel like I 
have amazing friends around me who are all very selfless. And that's one of the things I love about all of them is that there is just a sense of like, I want to make you feel special. I Mm. want to make sure you know that I love you and that I'm going to do things that maybe wouldn't be my first choice, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to do it because I know it will make you smile or it will make you happy. I feel like I want personally to have more of that Mm -hmm. or just to have better discipline of that. Since it's obviously not something that comes naturally to me, I think it has to be a discipline thing Mm -hmm. for me that um, I have to make an intentional effort to be more selfless. And I think a couple of the other things we're going to say lend themselves to that and they kind of bleed into that. But my very first thought is that is to try to think outside of yourself and to think what would that other person like, even if it's something that's uncomfortable for you or something that goes out of your way or is even inconvenient for you. Right. Doing stuff like that is, is a sign of a good friend. Well, I think, I think that really bleeds perfectly into what my first one is. And I I just have to give you a shout out because I know that you're saying it doesn't come natural to you, but I just got done saying in my life update how I was <laughs> appreciative of you because that's yeah. exactly what Friday night was for you. Yeah. It was not convenient. It was not a preferred activity. It was something that you chose to do for me. So if you're working on it, you're already doing a great job. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, but the reason I said it bleeds well into my first point is because my first point is a good friend supports you. Yeah. And I know that's super broad, um, but I feel like things that I wrote down were doing things that you might not like doing, joining whatever ideas you have, like it's their own, encouraging you to step into new opportunities. Yeah. I feel like someone who is truly supporting you is an inc- an encourager and really right. um, like feeds into the things that you are good at and encourages you in your giftings yeah. and challenges you to try new things, but ultimately like is really a supporter and is yeah. there for you when you have something big going on or you're stepping into something new. Yeah. I feel like they are just there. And like Sierra said, these all are just overlapping. So I'm sure yeah. that that goes into a lot of different things, but somebody who's there, someone who's encouraging and supporting you, I feel like that just makes for a really good friend. Yeah. And I will say that I feel like encouragement and being there for you looks different for different personalities. Oh, definitely. So someone doesn't have to be like super bubbly and like sending you really sweet texts every day in mm-hmm. order to be that encouraging and to be that there for you. Some Their personality might be a little bit more chill and a little bit more laid back, but their way of being there for you is bringing you a coffee Mm -hmm. one day a week or Mm -hmm. something like that. So I don't know. I just wanted to call that out that I feel like it looks different for different people and it might be worthwhile to like figure out to, yeah, I guess to figure out what that looks like for the people around you Mm -hmm. so that you're not sitting there comparing, oh, why aren't they doing this and this for me? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe that goes a little bit into love languages. Like Mm -hmm. maybe you prefer love or Mm -hmm. I don't know. It might not be love, but you prefer, what is it? Like acts of service. Yeah, you prefer those, yeah. You prefer those things in a certain way versus what a friend prefers them. I don't know. It might be worthwhile to like figure out what those things are for you and your friends. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think that like if you are looking at how you can support 
your friends. Yeah. Right. Knowing the ways that they feel the most loved or supported would be a way to be a really intentional friend. And I think that, like, ultimately, no matter which of the love languages you're doing, if you bring your friend a coffee, like, no, nobody's not going to like that. That's the cool thing about the love languages right. is it doesn't matter what you do, but I think that it, it's just going a, an extra step to know. Actually, I think a letter, um, you know, really encouraging this person, right. like words of affirmation are really important to them. And that might mean more to them than if I just bring them definitely a gift or something like that. Yeah. Which, like I said, none of those things are bad. All of those yeah. things would be something that would probably make that person feel special. Right. But I think taking it a step further and yeah, knowing it's like how, almost next level. Yeah. And then also knowing how, I mean, communicating, hey, that made me feel really loved. And, you know, when yeah. you did that, that meant a lot to me. So communicating when that feels really great to you, but then also you actively being someone who's looking for those ways that, you know, your friend feels loved. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. I love it. Cool. Was that your first point? That was my first yeah. one. Okay. Um, my next one is to be willing to be honest and open and vulnerable with your friends. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there are different levels of that, like depending on how close of a friend this is, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're wanting to make genuine connection of any kind at any level, you have to be at least some at least somewhat vulnerable and and at least honest at yeah. the bare minimum honest with the person that you're trying to have a relationship with and i think openness so openness and vulnerability those are two things that like i consider weaknesses of mine i don't i'm someone who doesn't like to be vulnerable mm. never have mm-hmm. i think that's a common thing but i just i don't i i would rather be kind of have my walls up mm-hmm. and i think that i've learned as i've matured that you can't have you can't have real connection mm-hmm. if you are living like that right because that person won't know what's really going on in your life mm-hmm. they won't know how to support you because they won't know what's wrong or yeah. what's what's good or any of that so i think being a good friend is being willing to open yourself up to being received by that person yeah I think you're right and I have a couple thoughts on this okay because I feel like sometimes when we are hesitant to be honest or open or vulnerable sometimes it's just because that's hard for us but I feel like for some people it might be hard because they've gotten hurt in the past by friends not just not being good friends maybe sharing their business with other people that type of thing and I feel like that would definitely be valid and that would be yeah something that could close you off but I do think that you're right if you're wanting to have genuine connection and build a true strong relationship with anybody there needs to be a level of openness and vulnerability yeah and I think I mean just things that you can be looking out for to know is that person trustworthy can I be honest with that person my mom always told me um like if that person goes around to you talking all about other people's business or whatever, you could expect that they're probably doing that behind your back right. too. And maybe that's not always true. I but think it's I feel a pretty like good rule of thumb. For the most part, yeah. if like somebody wants to always give you the tea and tell you what's going on in other people's lives, they probably are going to do the same thing with your stuff. Yeah. And so just being careful. And I think that's a good reminder too about how we can be good friends is if somebody chooses to 
be vulnerable and open with yeah. you, not going around and sharing everything. I mean, that's right. a good reminder for all of us. I, I don't think us saying any of these things means that we are perfect at any of these things not by at any all. means. Yeah, like, we should make that clear. Like, us uh, saying this does yeah. not, we are not by any means saying we're great at any of this. No. It's just, it's just a reminder. It's a reminder just for reminders us. for us. Yeah. It's a reminder for everybody yeah. that, like, if you feel like you've, been sharing people's stuff or been really into whatever's going on and yeah whatever it's just that's not how we need to be and that's not really what makes a good friend so yeah I don't know I feel like looking and being careful about the friends that you're choosing by paying attention to what they're choosing to talk to you about yeah is a good gauge for how open and honest and vulnerable you can be yeah with them it's a great point thank you for that yeah, it kind of bleeds into my second one. They all just, they're flowing together so well. Yeah. <laughs> my second one was that a good friend is a listener. Yeah. And I feel like a good friend knows how to not make conversations all about them. Yeah. But shows you how much they care about what you are saying by listening to you and making you feel heard. Yeah. I feel like this is one of your strengths. And I feel like people have told you this a yeah. lot. I do get told that a lot. Yeah. For sure. But I think that one thing that you do is you don't try to say, oh, well, when I did this or when that happened to me or just whatever. Mm. I feel like there's a time for relating. And if you have a situation where it's similar and you want to let someone know that I felt that way before and I understand how you're feeling, there's an appropriate time for that. Right. But there's also a time when you just should listen and allow people if they are sharing those things like we were just saying or choosing to open up or be vulnerable Mm -hmm. that you can just be a listener and let that person know that you really hear them um and I feel like when you're able to find a space where you feel heard by someone I feel like that is what a good friend really can do and then also like just thinking about being a good how am I being a good listener and then how am I looking for friends who are actually genuinely listening to what I have to say and not just making it all about them. Yeah, definitely. That's really good. Um, My next one is kind of a practical, I would say it's a practical application and it's something that I do actively want to be better at. And that is prioritizing making friend dates. This can be as simple as going to coffee with a friend, like running to Dutch and it can be as simple as that, or you can make it a whole night. You know, it, mm-hmm. there are, you can make it whatever you want it to be. It could be an hour. It could be more, but just prioritizing, setting aside time for your friends. Mm-hmm. That's something that I, um, just, like I said, I want to be better at because my calendar gets so full yeah. and I can so easily just get wrapped up in that. And I could just let my calendar calendar be full and tell myself, Oh, I don't have time for anything else but the reality is the important Mm -hmm. the um, that is what is actually important Mm -hmm. is making time for my friends so I want to be better about that maybe in the month of March like I'll commit to being better about that and making at least like one friend date a week or something like that I love it might be a good challenge for myself um but yeah make go out and make a date with your friend that you Mm -hmm. haven't talked to in a while I like that because I think It'll be good for you. Like, you'll walk away feeling better. Totally. And feeling like you connected. And so will they. This really fills you up when you spend really time does. with your people. Yeah. Um, my last one is a little bit practical as well. Um, I feel like paying attention to the little things is something that makes you a good friend. Yes. 
Um, and I feel like this could be super practical in that if mm-hmm. your friend says that they have a meeting coming up that they're um, preparing for or something like that, just yeah. like jotting down a quick note or putting it in your calendar, I feel like you are also really good at that. Um, putting it in your That's calendar sweet. so that you know what's upcoming for that person or you know that they had a hard day and this just didn't go right and you make a note about that so that maybe you can pick them something up or write them a note or just like really hear I guess this goes along with hearing your friends because you're not going to be able to pay attention to the details if you are just not really listening so trying to really listen but then also just jot down quick things that you could maybe do or Um, whatever, so that you can follow up with your friends on those little things. And I feel like if somebody says, oh, I've really been seeing this on TikTok or I've really been seeing this on Instagram and I want to get it. And it's like a little, I don't know, knickknack or something. Like, I feel like it would be cool. It's always cool to like surprise your friends with things that you know they've been wanting or just little things like that, that you can do. Obviously it doesn't always have to be a gift, but Mm. um, just like paying attention. And I feel like that really can make people feel like, oh, you are really a good friend because you heard me say that or you paid attention when I said that. And I I thought that just went right by you type of thing. Right. You know? I think that that is your strength, actually, because I feel like you've done that for me and I've seen you do it for a ton of other of our friends, too. And you Mm. will just... Like, one that is coming to mind is when you got me that tripod... Because I was getting into, I was getting in my TikTok era for a little bit there. I want to get back on, but life's busy. Mm -hmm. I was getting into my TikTok grind and Ashen went out and bought me the like, try the tripod that (laughs) you needed to have if you're trying to be doing TikTok. (laughs) Not really, but she got me a nice tripod that had a ring light and everything just because, just to support me. Because I was trying to do something and she wanted to encourage me in that. So, yeah, Ashton's really good at that. Thanks. For sure. I feel like we we all need to work on all of these things yeah. all the time. 100%. Sure. But that's sweet. Thank you. Yeah. I feel like that is kind of, we touched on a lot of different things we did. there. We and did. There's a lot of overlap, but I feel like those are kind of some of the big things that we value and yeah. we kind of just wanted to share. Yeah, I hope that you guys can gain something from that. I don't know. We were obviously maybe a little scatterbrained, but I hope that you gained even just one bit of encouragement from that and maybe just a reminder of one small way that you could be a better friend this week too. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Okay, so um, I feel like we wanted to follow this up with a small segment before we get to our hot takes. Yeah. Can we just say we found out very quickly last week that hot takes is everybody's favorite. It is my favorite. It's everybody's favorite segment, like so by far. So I love that. I know. I, I hope think that's really fun. I hope it remains. I hope so too. <laughs> um, but before we get to that, we were thinking about how we have an awesome friend group and we know that when you have friends that you spend a lot of time with, you start to act like them, you start to talk like them. Yeah. And our friend group has some very specific lingo that we use. Yeah. It's ever changing. It's not, it hasn't been the same forever. And there's constantly new things coming up that we catch on to. And, you know, one person will start it and right. everybody starts doing it type of thing. Um, but we wanted to share a just few, a few. Of our, just a few of our friend groups, uh, 
words that we use frequently and what they mean. Yeah. I feel like you take the first one. (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) The first one is yoking or getting yoked. Like you're getting a yoking or you're being yoked is would be the context of how it's used. Yeah. What that means is that you are getting uh, a talking to. You're getting, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you're getting in trouble. Basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah. And um, generally, yoking's happening from couple from your significant other to you, or vice yeah. versa, right? So, like, for instance, I would most likely be yoking Tyler about something, right? Yes. I'm getting on him <laughs> about something. He's doing something wrong, right? Um. Yeah, I feel like that's most often how it happens. Yes. But there is the occasion where one of the other spouses yeah. is doing something and you correct them. So this, I would say, most frequently happens between me and Max. Max will Absolutely. do something. I will be like, Max, don't do that or don't say that. Yeah. That it can we- even be as little as just Max. Like yeah. literally just you saying just his name. Just me saying his name. That's a that is what we call a cross yoking. <laughs> yes. Because it's not from me to Tyler. That would just be a, a regular yoking. <laughs> it would be a direct yoking. Yes. If it's from me to Max, who is not my spouse, that would be a cross yoking. Yes. On the off chance that I yoked Spencer, that would also be a cross yoking. <laughs> that doesn't really happen. Um, yeah. But Sierra also cross yokes Tyler as well. Yeah. I feel like you'll get on Tyler about things. Every once in a while. Tyler's pretty messy guy, and so he'll <sighs> spill on my couch sometimes. And my couch is white, so I do have to get on him sometimes. Oh, yeah. He's about one spill away from being absolutely banned from the couch. Right. I actually told him tonight that he could not have spaghetti on the couch. Right. So that was a no-go for sure. <laughs> um, but, he, yeah, he's he's pretty pretty close, too. No couch. Yeah. Anyway, that's yoking or being yoked yeah. or across yoking. Yeah. I'm really interested to hear because to be completely honest with you, I didn't think that that was just a us thing. Mm. I thought that other people said it. Oh, but let I'm going to be interested. Yeah. Please let us know if you like use yoking in that form, in that way, or if you've yeah. at least heard yeah. of it. Maybe you don't use it in your everyday language, but if you've at least heard of it. Um, because I just, for some reason, in my the back of my head, I thought that was a thing. I feel like it's just been going on for a really long time between us. Like, no, we've just yeah, been saying it that. has. But I don't sure. know. Let us know. Have you heard that where you say, oh, you got yoked? Right. Like, you got in trouble. Yeah. Um, next one is kind of goes along with it. Yeah. Um, the next one. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, it's, it's crazy. The next one is the term cross loving. And mm-hmm. this is along the same lines, but opposite kind yeah. of, of what Ashton just described yoking as. This is when um, someone from the op- another spouse, like yeah. not someone that is not your spouse, uh-huh. does something nice for you or says something nice mm-hmm. or does mm-hmm. even the slightest nice thing towards you. Yeah. It's become a cross love. I feel like it could even be a look. It can even be a look. <laughs> Like, let's give an example. Today, Sierra comes out from the back of the house and Tyler and I had already been hanging out for a couple minutes in the living room. Sierra walks out and Tyler says to her, Sierra, I really like your hair today. I'm noticing the theme on this podcast is that Tyler is constantly talking about you. Anyway, Sierra comes out. Tyler's like, Sierra, I really like your hair today. Max and I give each other a look. Yeah. Like, I say, thank you, Tyler. That's so nice. But 
immediately Ashton and Max are looking at each other and they're thinking that's a cross loving that's a cross loving yeah like and we'll say like the cross loving is crazy right now (laughs) (laughs) but it could be just like that was like a very direct one where he was like complimenting her hair but it could be if Max even opens the door for me or something like that we might be like that was a cross loving yeah because it's across the couple Right. Yeah, exactly. So that's just a little fun. We like to poke at each other mm-hmm. and it's obviously all in good fun. All in good fun. Yeah. <laughs> super, super fun. The last one is something that has been going on for a long time Yeah, between mostly between Max and Tyler. I feel like they are the kings of this, they but are. we are very much in on it now. Yeah. Um, and it's acronyms using acronyms for everything all the time. Yeah. Um, so I wrote down some examples so that I could give good ones. Yeah. Um, but Max might just say, Hey guys, LG TTB. And we would be responsible for figuring out what he was just trying to say. And exactly. it sounds like kind of impossible, but because we've been doing this for so long, yeah. we would know that means, Hey guys, let's go to Taco Bell. Right. Because we just know. Naturally. Naturally. Or another example would be that was a really FN. Yep. And we would know based on the context, of course, he was saying, hey, guys, that was a really fun night. Yeah. And so these are examples of some acronyms that we use. I don't remember. Do you know when this started? Um, I think Max got it from a friend of his. Okay. And I think that friend is in San Diego, one of his San Diego friends. So it's been years. It's been at least four years. years. And um, what was I going to say? I forget what I was going to say. But yeah, that... That's the acronyms. So, and it's clear that acronyms refer to the first letter of the yeah. word that you are, you know, it's standing in place of. Right. Well, Max and I have an ongoing argument and I feel very powerful right now because he's not here to argue with me. So I'm going to state my right. case. That's what I was going to say is the boys are going to come on this podcast eventually and they're going to make their case. Yeah. You know what I mean? Max Don't is listen gonna, to them. Max is going to state his case against what Ashton is about to say. You guys got to stay on Ashton's side here. Please, please hear me out yeah. because like it is not even an argument to me. It's not, honestly. It's not. He's my husband and, and he's wrong. Yeah. So. Okay. Thank you. So <laughs> there's that support from a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Max thinks that if there's a multisyllabic word, that would be a word with multiple syllables. Thank you for that definition. That may constitute using two different letters. Right. I want to be clear. This is wrong. <laughs> The only context that I would let this slide is if it happened to be like a compound word. Like, for instance, um, like if you were saying, I need to go to the BR, talking about the bathroom. Right. We know that's one word. So maybe you would just say B. Yeah. And we need to figure it out. But I understand because it's a compound word, bathroom, you might say BR. That mm-hmm. I might let that slide. Right. Or cowboy, CB. Or daylight, DL. Yeah, I'd let right? those slide. Because these are compound words. Yeah. However, what I will not allow slide mm-hmm. is when Max says something like, I'm really in the mood for some CD. And it's like, I'm thinking about two words, right. like something that starts with a C and something that starts with a D. I can't figure it out. I would what think is that's C- cookie dough. Okay. I would think okay. that's definitely cookie that's dough. That's definitely right? cookie dough. I like it. I rest my case, Your Honor. Yeah. Max will be like, no, I'm really in the mood for some candy. Sir. Absolutely not. Sir. That is one word. 
Yeah. CD, just because candy is two syllables, does not constitute the D not coming in. <laughs> so I want to make that clear. Or like trailer is another two syllable word yeah. where Max would be like, they're living in the TL. No, you're done. <laughs> you're it, that done, That does not sir. work because it's so hard to figure out right. what that would be. It, it's impossible. That's impossible. That's impossible. And he's like, well, if you're a real one, you'll know what it means. No, right. he you're will done. say he that. He will say that. He said, you'll be able to figure it out if you're a real one. But no one But could. no one does. No Nobody does. can. And he'll say stupid things yeah. like, well, I'm sure Tyler would have figured that out or right. my dad could figure it out. Whatever. <laughs> it's like, let's be reasonable. Right. Reasonable. And I feel like me with the compound words, that's reasonable. Yeah, exactly. The multisyllables is not. So I'm just glad I was able to state my case without him here and interrupting me and being rude. Yeah. So if he comes on here, stick with me, people. Yeah. Okay. That's all I wanted to say. One on thing that. about Max is that he knows how to make his case. Oh, he's persuasive. He's very persuasive. So he's going to get on here and he's going to tempt you guys. Let's not lie. By him. getting you to. <laughs> understand what he's saying and just don't okay just don't right. just um don't don't do it <laughs> i was thinking about like don't just don't do drugs you know like oh, just yeah just don't give in to max's schemes whatever right. okay 100 anyway okay it is time now for our hot takes i will say that i will just start by, I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to say mine's not funny this week. Okay. Mine is it's just a true of, hot take. It's just a true hot take. That's Do you feel all. like a lot of people are going to agree with it? I think people are going to hate me for it, to <gasps> be honest. Oh. But I think I'll explain it and they'll understand okay. what I'm saying. I feel but, like that happened last week. Yeah. This is a little bit more like serious. This isn't oh, about shoot. peanut butter. Okay. But yeah, I kind of want you to go first. Okay. And by the way, everybody, we do not know what the, our hot takes are. Just like we said yeah. we would do last week. So we did not talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, Ash. You're you ready for mine? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My question. It's, it's a, a question. question. It's a question. Okay. But it's a hot take. Okay. Why are we still going to Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> like, why are we doing that? Here's the thing. I oh. am. Hear me out on this. I am so guilty of this. Wait. That is so true. No, I'm so guilty of this. I go to Starbucks. I love Starbucks. Right. How are they charging these prices? Right. And how are we still going? How are we still going? Guys, I I have to share this. I, I sometimes try to romanticize my Fridays. I try to get up early and I try to go to Starbucks on my way to school to get me hyped for the day. I love that. For okay. Me. So something happened last week. Um, my, the mobile order wasn't going to go through or something like that, where I was like, okay, I'm nixing Starbucks today, but I still want to get something. Okay. So what did I do? I went to McDonald's. Okay. I rolled through McDonald's. It, okay. If you don't think that McDonald's breakfast is good, then this is not the hot take for you. Right. But I rolled through McDonald's at 7 a.m. I got myself a fat number three. I said, right. give me the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit with the hash brown. <laughs> and yes, I am starting my Friday with a large Diet Coke. Um, yeah, the, you're a teacher. You have to. I have to. I don't drink coffee. We cl we said this in the last it's episode. It's just a teacher thing to do that. Yeah. I, I don't drink coffee, so I needed some kind of beverage. Yeah. Listen, I got a full sandwich, a hash brown, <laughs> a large Diet Coke uh -huh. for 
less than seven dollars it was like 6 30 or something that would dang near cost you 30 dollars at starbucks i'm telling you and and the thing that was crazy was the amount of liquid that i got comparatively <laughs> to a grande strawberry acai, acai refresher. refresher yeah insane because they pack those things full of ice anyway right it's so you literally get dang a couple near, of ounces yeah dang near three sips right and okay i do have to say nothing really hits like a baconing gouda from starbucks i do love that for you not for, for me. me i love a baconing gouda but i had a full sandwich and a hash brown and the drink yeah and i just thought to myself truly why are we still doing this yeah they're playing us they are playing us and we are playing into their games yeah we're just doing it so if you love starbucks you're a starbucks stan and you're gonna keep going i'm not telling anybody to change that's the thing about the hot takes right this is just something that I realized over the last week. Why are we still doing this? Yes. We should stop. We should stop. <laughs> but, like, will we? I don't know. I'm not sure that we will. If I have a That's gift card. That's the problem. If, right. If I have a gift card, you know I'm going to get my bacon, bacon and Gouda. 100%. You know I'm taking those three sip, sips of acai. Yeah. Like, it's so good. Yeah. Why is it so good? But, yeah, I think maybe we'll stop spending our own actual money. Yes. A little bit less. Stop we'll, giving yeah, them our less. money. That's what I have to say. I love it. That's to my be hot honest. take. That is a really good hot take. I'm I'm behind you on that one 20%. 20%. Oh. 20%. <laughs> 20%. 20%. 20%. 20%. 20%. I don't know where that came from. No. Let's 100? say 200%. Oh, 200. I'm oh. behind you on that 200%. Shoot. Okay. Well, I'm wondering if the listeners will be behind me 200%. Yeah, definitely. Or, I think that everybody can at least understand why you're saying yeah, it. Yeah, like we? Everybody understands their prices are it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. All right. They'll at least get that. Cool. Okay. I'm ready for your serious hot take. Okay. My hot take this week is let's stop talking about self-care oh shoot <laughs> oh shoot you were not kidding about this yes i wrote it down this week and i was like do i want to go there oh she went there i don't know but i did just now so i'm going there i'm not okay. going to spend Tell me a ton it. of time on this but i just feel like our society has oh man really really blown up the the whole idea of self-care i have to make a, an obvious statement and say there's yeah. nothing wrong with like taking care of yourself right like there, I'm obviously not a, pro- a proponent of not taking care of yourself but I think that the idea of self-care has just become so focused on mm-hmm. that it just feels a little unhealthy to me like, like we're just always making it all about ourselves yeah. and like maybe not enough grit type of thing yeah 100% um exactly mm. I just think I mean I always personally tend to be on the side of like don't be soft okay I hear you and I know that can be interpreted a lot of different ways but if you know you know I think yeah you understand what I'm saying but I think there is I think my point is that there's a balance between like having self-care having Mm -hmm. taking care of yourself but not being doing it in a way that is like selfish and is just like you're Mm -hmm. constantly just doing only what is best for you I think that's what it is that really Mm -hmm. bothers me is the whole idea about it is only the whole idea around it is only do what is good for yourself Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what feels good Mm -hmm. and I just think 
first of all, that's not biblical at all. Mm-hmm. And second of all, even if you're not a believer, there's just like that, that can't be the right way to live. Yeah. Right. That's it is. Yeah. I hear you to it to some degree. So please don't come at me for thinking like if don't think I'm saying if you do self care, if you have a self care routine, you're horrible. I'm not saying that. No, I'm just saying maybe let's stop focusing on it a little bit and maybe start thinking about other people a little bit more or something. I, I like know. that. I'm I'm behind you 200 percent on that. I or knew 20. you would be. But it's more of a like the world is. Yeah, that's not what the world would say. Yeah, I feel like you you said it really well. Like it's a it's a balance. You're not saying yeah. don't right. think about what you need and figure out, you know, what you need to do to take care of yourself. Yeah, but stop making it a whole thing about you, you, you all the time. Yeah, is kind of what you're saying. Exactly. Like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's that. Cool. Okay. Well, you know how we like to end. We want to share just a a brief thought. We're not trying to preach or make this a full thing, but just a thought to um, send us into the next week. Yeah. Ashton, start us out. Okay. So I was thinking about this. Um, We are doing a women's study and um, our women's pastor said this very briefly. It wasn't even what the whole study was about that day. But she said, we don't have to have all the answers to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. And it made me think that having to answer, I don't know, when presented with a question, yeah, it doesn't delegitimize the work of the cross at all, right? 100%. Just because I don't know the answer to something, if somebody were to ask me something, doesn't delegitimize anything. Right. And... I think that sometimes I think it does. Like what I'm saying isn't true or what I'm saying doesn't make sense to people if I can't answer it. And I was just thinking about how it is not our job to have all of the answers. However, the Bible says it is our job to go out and spread the good news. Right. It doesn't say study until you know all of the answers, then go share. It just says go and make disciples, go share the good news. And I feel like this also, I wanted to clarify, I'm not saying this is a free pass to not know scripture and that we don't need to memorize anything or we don't need to try to have answers when people ask us. But I wanted to remind myself and whoever's listening that we don't have to know everything to fulfill our purpose because quite literally that is our purpose on earth. And so don't not share or not step into what our full purpose is on earth just because you don't know everything. Right. And we're never going to know everything. Mm-hmm. So we should just start going. And I, I paired it with Matthew 28, 19 through 20, which is great commission. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Yeah. So I just noted that because it was a good reminder for me, um, as I can sometimes be hesitant to share the gospel out of insecurity, right? That I don't know everything. So hopefully that encourages you this week to try and pray and ask the Lord to show you opportunities to share the good news and be a witness, which can sometimes be a scary prayer to ask, but I feel like it's essential when you know your purpose. Yeah. That's really good. That immediately made me think of a verse that our pastor has effectively really drilled into my head and I'm really glad for it. It's first Corinthians two, two. And he says, for I've determined to know nothing Mm -hmm. amongst you 
except Jesus Christ and him crucified. Mm-hmm. He's said that, our pastor has said times. that verse a million times, and I love it because it is exactly what you're saying. That verse tells me that I don't need to know anything except Jesus Christ and him crucified mm-hmm. in order to share the good news. And like, just like you said, it's not, that doesn't mean I don't need to read my Bible and study the scripture because I do. I'm, I know we're commanded to do that yeah. too, but um, I don't have to feel like I know a certain amount in order to say anything. Yeah. Uh, that's all I need to know. I love that. Which is really cool. And I heard somebody say one time that the Lord wouldn't ask you or tell you to do something that you couldn't actually do. Yeah. Which sounds a little bit silly, mm-hmm. but if the Lord tells us to go out and make disciples or go share the, the good news, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't ask us right. to do something that we couldn't do. Yeah. And so I feel like that's a good reminder too. Totally. Cause it feels that just the idea of going out and making disciples and even talking to someone about Jesus who may not be a believer is, can be terrifying. Yeah. Can definitely. be really overwhelming to, I think a lot, probably to majority of Christians. That's a scary thought, mm-hmm. including us. I feel like totally, um, we, <laughs> no. that's something that we For need sure. to get really, uh, we need to get better at. We need to get more comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And that's a really good reminder for that. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Um, Hit us with it. My verse, um, my thought and my verse this week is Romans 12, 21. It's short and sweet. And it just says, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Hmm. Um, I think this is a verse that a lot of us have heard. If you have been a Christian for any time, it's not anything new. But I, my thought when I read this this week in my study was that by... Just with this simple sentence, we know that overcoming evil with good is possible. Mm -hmm. And I think that Mm -hmm. alone is just really encouraging because I think that this world can feel really heavy and this world can feel, we can feel the evil and the corruption and the just weight of the world Mm -hmm. a lot easier than we can feel the good. Um, I think that we just so often think that the evil outweighs the good. And it does in a lot of situations, in a lot of Mm -hmm. ways it does. But this verse reminds us that like we, um, if we call ourselves believers, we know that we have the ability and the choice to choose good over evil Yeah, and not just to choose it, but when we choose it, it can overcome that Mm -hmm. evil. Like Mm -hmm. there's something about that word overcome that it's like we can have victory over whatever evil or bad or horrible situation we're faced with, yeah, we can trump that evil with the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. And I just, that can obviously apply to situations big and small. Um, mm-hmm. Even if it's just a little hurdle that you're facing in your week, that's tough. Just remember that you um, can choose good. You don't have to give in to like to the wrong thing Mm -hmm. you can choose good and you're going to be rewarded for that you're gonna um god's gonna reward you every time you choose the right path yeah the right way the right thing so um that's my thought for the week i love that it's very encouraging i love that we end with this because i i come out feeling very encouraged me too (laughs) even from what we're sharing so absolutely I love it. Well, that was so fun. Yeah, that's what we have for this week, you I guys. I feel like this was long. I we'll think it was see. really long. I don't know yet. I don't so know yet, but we'll see how long this is. If you truly made it through this, thank you again. Yeah, we really 
appreciate you. We don't take it for granted that no. people are choosing to listen to us talk. It's not at all. super weird to us and we yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. We and it's really fun. Do. We are having so much fun. I don't know about you, but like I was going to get off. I was going to hit stop recording. And I was going to say that was so much fun. Yeah. Like literally, I really enjoyed this conversation for sure a lot. Not that I'm surprised by that, but I just think this was, this went, this feels a little smoother yeah. to me than yeah. the last one. I think we're a little bit more comfortable. Totally. And so, um, yeah, I think it'll just keep going that direction. I feel Hopefully, like we're going to get yeah. very, very comfortable here right. and Which it's going to be a fun space for us. Might be to a fault. We might be sharing some things might we shouldn't be sharing, be sharing too much. We'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> no. We'll see. But yes, thank you everybody um, for listening. Yes. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, so thankful. And like we said last week, we love to end our podcast the way we would end a phone call with an old friend. Yeah. So that being said, we'll see you soon. Love you. Bye. Bye.